Thank God for this series that Pastor Jojo Baldo has, has shared and has started for the last three weeks. Staying sharp in COVID times. Wow. You know, it's very easy to become dull, right? Because in this uh, environment, parang minsan uh, tatamarin tayo, so nasa bahay lang tayo. We become lazy spiritually. We become lazy physically. We become lazy mentally. And before we know it, once the quarantine is lifted, hindi pa tayo ready to engage. Hindi pa tayo ready to go back. Hindi pa tayo ready to, to get back into the game. Para bang itong NBA ngayon, di ba, na medyo postponed sila because of this pandemic. Uh, they're, they're gearing up to get back. But uh, as I am listening to the news, sabi nila, give us three weeks to get ready before the game start again. Three weeks now just to get ready again. Ibig sabihin, this past two months, they did not stay sharp. They did not stay sharp. So they would need another three months before re-entering the season. But mga kapatid, we have to stay sharp. Because such is life. Ang bilis po ng mga pangyayari sa buhay. At kapag if you don't stay sharp, mga kapatid, mapaglalagpasan ka, mauunahan ka, may iwanan ka. And before you know it, you're way, way, way behind already. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally. And I hope you've taken advantage of this time to truly bond with your family. Karamihan ng mga nagtatrabaho sa opisina, nasabihin nila, wala akong oras para sa pamilya ko. Di ko na nakikita yung mga anak ko. Pag nung umalis ako ng bahay, grade school pa lang, pagbalik ko, high school na siya. Bakit ganun? Ang bilis, you know? I hope you're taking advantage of your time with your family so that you can truly stay sharp as a husband, as a, as a father, as a mother, as a wife, and the children also, of course, stay sharp mentally. Wag lang puro Netflix, ha? Mag-aral-aral din, okay? Para nang sa ganun, when schools reopen, ready to go back into the game. And so the last few weeks, Pastor Jojo shared is seek the Lord above all and first of all. Seek the Lord. And then hold, hold on to the promises of God, mga kapatid. Dahil ang mga pangako lang ng Diyos ang hindi nagbabago. Yung mga, itong mga CQ, ECQ, GCQ, MECQ, BBQ, at kung ano pang Q. Babago-bago, di ba? Hindi mo malaman kung ano ng panuntunan. Nakakalito na nga. So, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And so we can hold on to the promises of God. What else? Accept. Accept your lot in life. There are things that are beyond our control. But you know, if you're a child of God, God either directly makes it happen or indirectly allows it to happen. Either way, mga kapatid, you're gonna come out a winner because God is in charge. And so just accept that in your life. And today, we will look at remember. Remember the Lord. And then next week, Pastor Sam Sade will be ready to share. Pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray fervently. Pray with faith. So let's do that before we proceed. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord and our Savior, we come humbly. We acknowledge on our own we can do nothing. We can accomplish nothing of value, Lord. We need you in our life every day, every moment. 
And so, Father in heaven, we invite your Holy Spirit to come. And just touch every heart and every, and every home that is listening right now to this message. Let your message penetrate so that God Almighty, you will draw us near to you. And as we draw near to you, your peace beyond understanding, your joy which brings us strength, your wisdom which will guide our path will come upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Our text will come from Lamentations, but before we go there, I want to provide context, a background, so that we can appreciate uh, what is going on. There was a, um, a united kingdom of Israel under King Saul, King David, and King Solomon. It lasted for a little over a hundred years. The 12 tribes were together. The promise of God to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was fulfilled. They now occupy the promised land. King David expanded those lands north, south, east, and west. So it was happy times in the land of Israel. And then when King Solomon became the king, his name literally means peace, shalom. And during King Solomon's time, there was no war. There were no enemies. Every day and every week and every year was just peace. But it did not last because when King Solomon died, the kingdom was divided into the north, which was the 10 tribes of Israel with the capital in Samaria, and the south, the kingdom of Judah with the capital in Jerusalem. It happened in 930 B.C., the northern kingdom would fall to the Assyrians in 721. The Assyrians, capital is Nineveh. If you're familiar with your Bible, that city is very uh, important. That was the city to which God told the prophet Jonah to go and preach. And then he did not want to preach. He went the other direction. God sent a huge fish, probably a butanding, a whale shark, to swallow him up alive and then to throw him up in the very city that he was avoiding in Nineveh. So Jonah preaches and guess what the Assyrians do? Beginning with the king all the way down to the lowest citizen. They knelt down, they prayed, they repented of their sins. And what happened? When man repents, God relents. And so even though God already pronounced judgment on the Assyrian kingdom, God withheld judgment because they asked for forgiveness. Well, guess what? Fast forward a few more years and a new king of Assyria arises, not recognizing the God that had caused their nation to repent. And so begins to conquer the lands until they reach the northern kingdom of Israel. Now the southern kingdom remained in the scene for another 150 years or so. But eventually they would also fall to the kingdom of the Babylonians. King Nebuchadnezzar attacked uh, Judah and caused it to fall in 586 BC. It is in this context, my friends, enter the prophet Jeremiah. He was born long after the fall of the northern kingdom to the Assyrians. But when he was born, the southern kingdom of Judah was also following the evil ways of the north. Para bang nakalimutan nila na yung mga kapatid nilang nasa norte 
eh nagkasala sa Diyos at hinusgahan ng Diyos. Sila, parang feeling nilang easy-easy going pa sila. And so, nag, nagkasala na rin sila, nahulog sila sa kasalanan. And eventually, their sin, their rebellion, their idolatry and immorality, their disobedience would invite the judgment of God. And so, God calls Jeremiah to be a prophet when he was very young. According to Jeremiah's account in chapter 1 verse 6, Lord, I'm, I'm very young. Why are you calling me to the ministry? And let me say this as an aside. If you're watching today and you belong to that new gen category, okay, kami pong mga, uh, mga pastor medyo older gen na, okay? But yung mga new gen, listen, you're never too young to be called by the Lord. You're never too young to serve God. And so Jeremiah said, I'm too young. God says, does not matter. I'm calling you. And for the next 60 years, the prophet Jeremiah would speak and he would warn Judah. Judgment was at hand. You should repent. If you repent, God will relent. Unfortunately, they did not repent. You see, my friends, God will not change his judgment. God will not change His judgment. His judgment is sin invites His judgment. But His judgment is also tempered by mercy when in our sin, we ask for forgiveness and we repent. Naka-embed naka naka na po yun sa judgment ng Diyos, yung mercy niya, conditional upon our humility. C.S. Lewis writes this way, we are free to choose our actions, but we are not free to choose the consequences of our actions. If you obey, God Almighty will bless you. But if you disobey, God Almighty, the same God, will discipline you. And so, the prophet Jeremiah, my friends, think about this. He lived long enough to see with his own eyes the destruction of Judah by the Babylonians. He saw the fulfillment of his own words. Napakasakit sa puso ng propetang Jeremiah. Sinabi niya kasi, huusgahan kayo ng Diyos pag hindi kayo nagsisi. And hindi nagsisi. So nahusgahan. And he got to see it with his own eyes and actually writes it down. The book of Jeremiah for 51 chapters are warning, 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 warning. Meanwhile, the people led by their own king at succession of kings, marami pong hari. 60 years na prophet si Jeremiah, halos sampung hari yung has come and gone. And every king of Judah, pare-pareho lang ang ginawa, nagkasala sa Diyos. Nanguna pa sa kasalanan. The kings themselves would lead the nation to idolatry. And the priests did not rebuke their own kings. The priests, the religious leaders who know the word of God should have gone to the kings and tell the king, Hey king, you know, it's a dangerous thing what you're doing by worshipping all these other gods. The God of Israel is going to judge our nation. But the priests did not do that. Not only that, there were other prophets in the land. False prophets. Bayaran na prophets. Anong ginawa nila? Sinabihan pa nila yung king. Sige lang king! Tuloy mo lang yan. At ibibless tayo ni Lord. Sabi ng Panginoong Diyos kay Jeremiah, Please tell these prophets, Don't say thus saith the Lord. I did not talk to them. 
They did not hear from me. Why are they quoting my name when I did not talk to them? Tell them to repent or I will judge them. And you know what they did to Jeremiah? They arrested him on, on the account of treason. Why? Because he is pronouncing judgment on the nation. Traitor, Jeremiah, traitor! Yun ang napapala ng mga totoong propeta ng Diyos. But Jeremiah stuck to his guns. For 51 chapters, he was warning the nation. But you get to chapter 52 of Jeremiah, nangyari na yung judgment ng Diyos. In the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army. They encamped outside the city and built siege works all around it. Napakahalagang intindihan mga kapatid itong siege works na ito. Okay? Ibig sabihin yan, pinaligiran nila yung buong city. No one can go in, no one can go out. Parang quarantine no? Okay. Uh, wala kang quarantine pass you cannot go out okay? yun lang essentials pero nung panahon na yun walang isa essential everyone in the city was forbidden to exit and eventually whatever food they had inside the walls began to run out and how long was the siege from the ninth year sabi kanina until the 11th year 2 year siege imaginein mo yun nung umpisa May pagkain pa. Noong umpisa, may tubig pa. But after two years, wala na. Ubus na. Wala nang bala. And so what happened? Eventually, they would fall on the 10th day of the 5th month in the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Nebuzaradan, the commander of the imperial guard who served the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building, he burned down. And Judah went into captivity away from her land. Wow! In those two years, mga kaibigan, they ran out of food, they ran out of water, people began to get sick, and then finally when the army of Babylon came in, they burned everything inside. They tore down the walls. They burned down the temple. They took away all of the gold and silver and all the furnishings inside the temple, including the Ark of the Covenant. Everything. The, the fields, the grapes, the oranges, everything. They just began to massacre people that tried to fight. And the rest of them, they took to Babylon. Grabe. Kung ikaw si Jeremiah, kaibigan, ano pakiramdam mo ngayon? Remember, when you were born, kababagsak-bagsak pa lang nung north. When you were born, the southern kingdom of Judah was still very much prosperous, alive, full of music, full of partying, full of people, the temple, there were sacrifices offered every day, priests, prophets, the kings, everything, the city was bustling, there was trade, people outside went in to trade, people inside went out to trade, but the prophet Jeremiah saw something else, not the prosperity of the land, but the wickedness of the land, and I'm wondering, my friends, could it be the same in our day and age? Could it be that this reset globally is that 
we are all seeing the prosperity, di ba? Wow! Every company, every nation, even every church had great plans for 2020. Well, we're going to do this. We're going to build a building. We're going to plant churches. We're going to send missionaries. And the companies naman, wow, look at our projections. First quarter, we're going to earn this. Second quarter, we're going to earn that. We're going to give bonuses left and right. Nations were in like, woohoo! This is the best year in the entire history of the world. Everyone saw the prosperity. But only spiritual eyes could see. There's something else underneath that's going on. People were turning away from God. People were becoming lovers of themselves. People were becoming lovers of money. People were neglecting their families. People were just turning away from the kind of values that made people good people. But you don't see that. Why? Because kapatid, pag umuulan ng pera, hindi mo naman nakikita yun eh. Hindi mo napapansin yun. Pag umuulan ng pera. Then all of a sudden, the faucet was closed. All of a sudden, one city after another, one nation after another, until the entire globe went on lockdown. Companies and churches, including ours, I wonder what God is trying to say. Could it be that just like in the time of Jeremiah, we were seeing the prosperity of the land, but we were not seeing the sins that were creeping in, that was eroding the foundations. Build, build, build! All of a sudden, stop, stop, stop. Everything went on a halt. Mga kapatid, I'm not saying that this thing that is happening globally is a judgment from God. What I am saying is, let's see the hand of God in it and find out what is the Spirit saying to us? What is the Spirit saying to every individual, every family, every church, every city, every nation? It is amazing how that, I saw this meme it's like the devil though and God were like having a challenge or a conversation. And the devil was mocking God and saying, I shut down your church. And God was saying, no, I just opened a million of them in every home. <laughs> Isn't that true, my friends? That we actually now through this broadcast reach five, six, ten times more people than we could ever gather in one location. You know, totoo yung sinabi ni Pastor Jonathan kanina, God truly can turn something so bad into something so good. But only if our spiritual eyes are open and our spiritual ears are open, what is God saying? What is God doing? And so, going back to Jeremiah, as he walked through the ruins, the debris of his country, Judah, Destroyed by the Babylons. Imagine this, my friends. The temple of Solomon that was so magnificent that even the queen of Sheba traveled hundreds of miles just to see for herself how beautiful that temple was. Nations all over the world were flocking into Jerusalem just to see how wonderful the city was. 
all of a sudden, destroyed. It is gone. In fulfillment of God's decree of judgment. So the prophet's heart was broken. The prophet Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. Iyaking propeta. You know, I'm, I will confess to you, I'm not a crier. Hindi po ako madaling mapaiyak. Okay? Kailangan matinditinding eksena ang makita ko para paiyakin ako. Mas madali po akong tumawa actually. You know? In the, the slightest, silliest thing, I will laugh insane. Okay? But para paiyakin ako, grabe. But si Jeremiah, sino ba naman ang hindi iiyak? The other day, my wife uh, had to buy groceries in town center. And uh, from the metro grocery, she walked uh, through the mall to go to True Value to buy something. And she took pictures of the mall. And sabi niya, gusto kong umiyak, nalungkot ako. The town center bustling with people before is practically empty. And it's true, nakakaiyak. That is how Jeremiah felt. And the result of his pain was lamentations. Listen to his words. How deserted lies the city. Once so full of people. How like a widow is she? Grabe. Para raw namatayan si Judah. Who once was great among the nations. She who was queen among the provinces has now become a slave. And after affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. Wow. Remember in the time of Moses, this is the word of Moses to the nation of Israel. God says, I will make you the head and not the tail. Reverse mo na ngayon, kapatid. In the time of Jeremiah, Israel has become the tail and not the head. They have been stripped of all of their glory and their majesty. Verse 6, all the splendor has departed from daughter Zion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness, they have fled before their pursuer. Grabe. I, I love that Jeremiah in his pain is able to describe this in words. Because honestly, if it was me, I would, I would run out of words. I wouldn't know what to say. Have you been in situations where you don't know what to say? Have you been with a grieving family and all of the best things that you had been conjuring up in your mind to say, pag nadalaw ko sa ospital, pag napuntahan ko sa bahay, ito yung sasabihin ko. All of a sudden, Face to face with the suffering, you run out of words. What can you say? But I'm glad through the Holy Spirit, Jeremiah was able to still put words into his pain. And jumping over to verse 3, this is what the prophet says. Peace has been stripped away. Wow. You know, there are many things that life could remove from you, but as long as you have peace, kapatid, okay ka pa eh. Na wala ka ng pera, na nakawang ka, na hold up ka, etc. But if you have peace, pwede mong sabihin sa sarili mo, sige na, babalik din ni Lord yan. Pero sabi ni Jeremiah, even my peace has been taken away from me and I have forgotten what prosperity is. There are some among you right now 
nung nag-umpisa itong quarantine, okay lang, kaya natin to one month. We have enough money in the bank. Kaya natin to. Pagdating ng end ng one month, extended two weeks, uh, magwalis-walis ka na dyan, maka may mahanap ka pang nakatagong mga pera dyan. Sige, uh, hindi pa tayo pipila ng ayuda, kaya pa natin to. Oo. Uh, extend ulit ng two weeks. Mm, pumila ka na nga doon, tingnan mo, baka sakali, mabigyan tayo. Pero pagbalik, hindi raw tayo qualified. Kasi, maski papaano daw, eh, kumikita pa tayo. Ah, ganun ba? O sige, di bali, humingi na lang tayo sa barangay. Uh, extend ulit two weeks. Pambira, you know? You've forgotten already what prosperity is. You've forgotten what it is to put your ATM in the bank and you can actually withdraw money. Right now, eh, zero. You know? Wala na. Naubos mo na lahat ng savings. Kulang na lang, eh, pumunta ka na sa pawn shop at dalin mo na ron lahat ng alahas ni misis mo. Okay. <laughs> Ganon si Jeremiah. Wala na. Nalimos na. Nakuha na lahat. And so I cry out. My splendor is gone, Lord. Di na ako nakakapagpagupit. Yung mga kuko ko, kilay is life. Pero yung kilay ko ngayon, mukha ng bruha. Kilay is death na. Everything I had hoped for from the Lord is lost. We're of course trying to just make light of our situation. But compare it to the nation of Judah in the time of Jeremiah. And then he says this, the thought, kapatid, yung thought lang ha, the thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. It's one thing to actually suffer physically, no? It's another thing that mentally your mind is so stressed and so burned out thinking of even worse is still to happen. It's bitter beyond words. Pati homelessness. Pati mga baay, sinunog na ng Babylonians eh. Sinunog nila yung temple. Sinunog nila yung mga bahay. Wala na. Kinuha na nila lahat. And look at verse 20. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Hindi raw niya makakalimutan. Kapatid, five years from now, ten years from now, what will you tell your child or your future grandchild who maybe is not yet alive now or maybe is still a small child, uh, an infant, five, ten years from now, pag tinanong kanila, Daddy, what was 2020 like? Ano yung kukwento mo? Sa iyong future na anak, na apo, etc. Tatalun ka ba agad dun sa second half of the year nung nakabawi? Malamang hindi. Ang kukwento mo siguro, yung first half muna, ay nako anak, ay nako apo. Akala ko, hindi na tayo makakaraos doon. Said na said na kami ni mami mo. Wala na kaming mabunot. Kulang na lang kami na rin pipila na rin ng, ng six hours just to get some kind of help. Jeremiah said, till the day I die, I will never forget this time in our nation as I grieve my loss. It is easy to get discouraged, depressed, and despondent when you look at where you are now compared to the glory of what used to be. Kaya mga kaibigan, wag nating i-judge yung mga taong nawala ng trabaho, wala ng sweldo. Ano mo naman kayo? Angal kayo ng angal. Ikaw kaya ang mawala ng trabaho. Ikaw kaya ang bigla na lang 
Agad-agad walang kaabog-abog, wala ka ng sweldo. Sige nga, tingnan natin kung hindi ka rin nagsisigaw sa labas. Okay? Yan yung mga pasaway na yan, labas ng labas. Ikaw kaya yung talagang wala ka nang maipapakain sa pamilya mo. Wala ka nang maibibili na gata sa anak mo. Tingnan ko lang kung hindi ka rin lalabas at hagigimik at magtatago para hindi ka makita ng barangay. Tingnan ko lang. Kasi, sa totoo lang mga kapatid, if you compare what you had before and what you now have and what you've lost, lahat tayo madidiscourage lang eh. Si Jeremiah nga na-discourage eh. Si Jeremiah nga na-depress eh. Si Jeremiah nga naging despondent. It's easy to feel helpless about today and become hopeless about tomorrow when you consider what you've lost because of your current circumstances. I mean, lahat tayo, we are prone to feeling this way. Helpless. Hopeless. Wala na talaga. Hindi ko na kaya. I don't know if I can survive today, this week, and I don't even know what's gonna happen next month. So going back to this verse again, peace has been stripped away. I've forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I'd hope from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and hopeless, homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. The end. Can you imagine if this is how Jeremiah ends lamentations? Can you imagine if this was the last words of the prophet? And after he said this, I grieve over my loss. Boom, patay na. Wala nang next verse. Oh my gosh. Pati siguro tayong lahat magpapatiwahal na rin. Wala, yun na Jeremiah, that's it. That's it Jeremiah. You're a prophet of God. And your last word is this. What an awful time. Hindi ko talaga kayang malimutan na ito. Grabe na talaga to. The end. Have you ever watched movies that ang ending is depressing? Na gusto mo paglabas mo ng sinihan parang, ba't ba tayo, ba't ba natin pinanood tong sinin na to? Gusto ko na kung magpagpakamatay, you know? But I'm so glad, thank you Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, may kadugtong. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, I still dare to hope. Yes, ang sama ng panahon. Yes, look at what you have around you. Ruins, destruction, famine, and plague all around. Half of our nation has been killed, sabi ni Jeremiah. The other half has been exiled. At yung mga naiwan, butot balat na lang dahil ng makain. This is what our nation has become. The temple is in ruins. The walls are broken down. The homes are burned. The orange groves, the grapevine, everything is gone. Depressing, discouraging, despondent, Jeremiah. Yet, I still dare to hope. Whoever of you are watching right now, turn to someone near you, your own family member. Sabihin mo sa kanya, sweetheart, honey, lolo, lola, nanay, tatay, anak, let's still dare to hope. Let's dare to hope. But, but how do you do that, Jeremiah? How do you dare to hope when I remember this? Oh, I love that word, remember. Praise God. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. His mercies, in fact, are new, afresh, every morning. Great is His faithfulness. 
Kaibigan, alam mo, for the past week, I have been writing things on my laptop, thinking about posting it on Facebook, and then I say to myself, wag mo munang galawin, hayaan mo lang muna dyan. Kinabukasan, ini-erase ko. A few days later, sulat ulit ako, dahil may nakakainis na naman eh. Bago kay post, uh, bukas na lang, tingnan natin. Pagising ko kay na bukasan, wag na lang. After a few days, may mababasa ko ulit. <coughs> Sulat ulit ako. Ang haba, three pages na. Okay. Lahat na ng tao sa buong Pilipinas, gusto kong, you know, ipopost. Mm, bukas na lang, tutulog ko na lang. Pagtulog, pagising sa umaga, wag na lang. Because if you keep remembering and rehearsing and rehashing all of those things, my friends, maiinis ka lang, magagalit ka lang, kulang na lang humanap ka ng armas at magwala ka sa streets. You know? Diba? That's why Jeremiah, if I remember the kings of Judah that failed us for the past 50 years that I have been preaching to them to repent, if I will remember the priests that keep telling the kings, okay lang yan, king. If I remember all the other prophets na nilaglag ako at sinabing si Jeremiah, ipakulong natin. If I remember even the king of Babylon who attacked us and ravaged our land. If those are the things that I will remember, I'll just kill myself, Jeremiah probably would say. But, I dare to hope because this is what I remember. I remember the Lord. Kapatid, alam ko, sometimes it sounds so simplistic. Pero every time kang may mababasang news, mapapailing ka na lang. At gusto mong hilahin lahat ng buhok mo kung may buhok ka pa. Okay. At kung may mahahanap kang katabi, baka masakal mo. You know? Kasi hindi mo masasakal yung napapanood mo sa TV eh. So yung katabi mo yung masasakal mo. You know? And baka may masabi ka, maisip ka, all sorts of things. And so Jeremiah would tell us today, Pilipinas, remember the Lord. Remember the Lord. Hindi yung mga napapanood natin sa TV at nababasa sa news na nakakainis, nakakagalit, nakakadepress. Remember the Lord. Yet, I still dare to hope when I remember this. What about the Lord? Do you have to remember four things that Jeremiah highlights, four attributes, four characteristics of God. Now, God has so many more. My favorite author, A.W. Tozer, lists over 30 to 40 attributes of God. Every one of them, very important to who God is. But Jeremiah, in just this short passage, apat lang, remember His love. We have this worship song we would sing before, Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our Father's love. Remember the love of God, mga kapatid. Sabihin nyo, hindi, mahal tayo ng presidente, mahal tayo ng mga senador, mahal tayo ng mga congressman. Hmm! 
Mahal nila tayo dahil they get something from us. Madang Lord, maski ang nakukuha niya sa atin is our own failures and shortcomings, mahal pa rin tayo ni Lord. Hindi nagbabago ang pag-ibig niya sa atin. The love of God endures forever. Amen? And then His goodness. Life can get ugly, but God remains good. And His mercies, pagtulog mo, paggising mo, kinabukasan, fresh dose of mercy. Like manna from heaven every day. Fresh mercies. And then, His faithfulness. We sang that a while ago. Great is His faithfulness. Alam mo yung faithfulness na lang, ang sarap na eh. Great pa. <laughs> Di ba? <laughs> Parang ano yan eh. Yung, uh, yung mga kinakain na may fortified na. Masarap na nga, may fortified pa. Grabe naman. Okay? Ganun si Lord. His love, His goodness, His mercies, His faithfulness. And because God does not change, our circumstances may change, but God remains the same forever. His love, His goodness, His mercies, His faithfulness. Pero yun lang ba, kaibigan? Hindi. In the scriptures, here is what you will find. God has His part, and you can rely on Him to always do His part. But we have our part. And what is our part? Jeremiah says this, talk to yourself. I say to myself, sabi ni Jeremiah, I realize from a psychologist standpoint, talking to yourself might mean, uh, mukhang grabe na to, hindi lang na, nabigyan ng ayuda at di na nakakakain, eh, kinakausap na yung sarili, bumigay na yata, uh, magpatawag na tayo ng uh, doktor, psychiatrist, etc. But do you know, talking to yourself has great value. David says in the Psalms, Bless the Lord, O my soul. He's talking to himself. He's saying, David, come on, bless the Lord. And so you have to tell that to yourself. Albert, bless the Lord. Talk to yourself. Albert, ang pogi mo. Grabe ka. Hindi ka man nakapagbarbero. Pogi ka pa rin. Talk to yourself. Okay? Wala namang ibang tao makakarinig eh. <laughs> o ye of little faith na hindi naniniwala. Okay? <laughs> Talk to yourself because if you let other people determine your, your, um, how you feel today, madidepress ka lang mga kaibigan. Madidepress ka lang. Talk to yourself. But what will you tell yourself? Sabi niya, I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who depend on Him, to those who search for Him. So it is good to wait quietly for the salvation from the Lord. Four things that you have to tell yourself. Put your name in that, in the first, ano, sabi mo, Albert or Jojo or Jonathan, you know. Hope in the Lord. Depend on the Lord. Search for the Lord. And then wait on the Lord. Kapatid, if you hope on people, people will disappoint you. Daming na-disappoint sa ayuda, di ba? Kala ko, nandun yung pangalan ko, wala. Ito pa, nakakatawa. Meron ako napanood sa TV. Sabi niya, yung pangalan ko, wala doon. Pero yung pangalan ng aso namin, nandun. Imagine mo yun, yung aso ang makakakuha ng ayuda. Pambira, oh. <laughs> you know? Yung mga OFW na umuwi, tapos hanggang ngayon, nakakwarantine pa, lagpas ng two weeks, wala na. Yung hope nila that their government will take care of them, unti-unting nauubusan. Di ba ganun, ano? If you hope in people, people will disappoint you. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. 
They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hope in the Lord, mga kapatid. Then depend on the Lord. Yung ilan sa atin, sasabihin natin, Uy, meron pa, kaya pa natin. One month, okay. May savings pa, ganyan. Unti-unti na nauubusan. Oh, wala na. Saka ngayon, naasa kapatid. Eh di sa Lord. Okay. The richest nations of the world have been brought down to their knees. Because they don't know how to deal with this thing. They don't know now how to balance life and livelihood. Ganon din ang issue sa Pilipinas ngayon. But depend on the Lord. And ito, importante mga kapatid, search for the Lord. Try to find the hand of God in your situation. What is God doing? What is God saying? Search for the Lord. And Jeremiah would write in his book, Those who seek Him shall find Him if they seek Him with all their hearts. And then finally, wait on the Lord. Alam ko mahirap. I'll be the first to confess to you. Mahirap to wait on the Lord. Because you don't see Him, you cannot tell Him, Lord, ah, uh, five minutes late ka na, ano ba yan? You know? You just have to, in the Scriptures, wait patiently for the Lord. Wait patiently for the Lord. The good news, my friends, is that Jeremiah ends the book of Lamentations still lamenting. He did not get to see, he got to see the destruction, but he did not get to see the restoration. Oh, I wish... I wish the Lord was so gracious to him na, Sige, Jeremiah, I will let you live another hundred or so years para makita mo yung bawe sa dulo. Hindi niya na nakita, mga kaibigan. And in fact, the book of Hebrews would say, not everyone who walked by faith got to see the promise of God in their lifetime. Some of them got it after. But here's the good news. When the judgment period was over, God judged Babylon, raised up, the kingdom of Persia, and the first king of Persia, King Cyrus, what's the first thing he does? He issues a decree allowing the Jews to go home, rebuild their city, rebuild their temple, and then the next king, Artaxerxes, rebuild your walls. Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, weeping may last for the night, rejoicing comes in the morning. I'm looking forward to that day. When the president and our government will say, wala nang CQ of any kind. Okay? ECQ, MECQ, GCQ, wala na talaga. Ibig sabihin that we will now go to a normal way of life. Now, there's a new normal, of course. It will take time. There will be a transition phase. We will still go out and we'll still be wearing face masks, social distancing and all. But what I mean is, wala na yung lockdown. I'm looking forward to that, my friends where the industries are back, where jobs are back, where travel is allowed, where churches are allowed to gather again. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when it will happen, to be honest with you. I don't know when. But my faith tells me, this too shall pass. Nilipas din ito, mga kapatid. Dito forever. I was watching a, an account, uh, and this person was saying, a video, this person was saying, Think about those people who were born in the early 1900s and lived for a hundred years. Okay? Pinanganak ng 1900, then umabot ng year 2000. They were witness to two world wars, <laughs> to the Spanish flu, to all sorts of destruction in that 100 years, and yet umabot sila on the other side 
of the century. So far tayo. Ano nang mabibilang natin in the last 20 years, di ba? Na mga virus. Meron yung SARS, MERS, di ba? And now this COVID-19. Guess what? If the Lord Jesus does not return for another 50 or 100 years, there might be more kinds of virus in the future. Things happen in sequences and cycles. But the Lord remains forever. And so talk to yourself. Hope in the Lord. Depend on the Lord. Search for the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And then again, just to remember the Lord. Remember His love, His goodness, His mercies, and His faithfulness. Would you bow your heads with me? Praise be to God. As the worship team returns. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We are living in times that is not exactly the same as Jeremiah, but in terms of how it has disrupted life, it has disrupted families, it has disrupted industry and jobs. In terms of how, O oh Lord, people have died, people have gotten sick, people are beginning to uh, lose money, savings. They're running out of food, running out of water, running out of basic supplies. But more importantly, people are running out of hope. People are becoming helpless about today and hopeless about tomorrow. Lord, it is in this time that we remember you. It is in this time that we turn our attention and our sights to you. Because if we keep looking at our surroundings, we'll get discouraged also. Jeremiah got discouraged when he saw the devastation, the ruins all around. Broke his heart because he remembered the glory of the nation of Judah, the temple, the houses, the fields, the orange groves, and the grapevines all of the wealth of Judah and the people were partying and were happy and singing all of that was gone destroyed Jeremiah got discouraged and depressed as he looked around but thanks be to God through the Holy Spirit you directed these sights upward to heaven and the prophet said Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. I remember the Lord. I remember His love. I remember His goodness. I remember His mercies. And I remember His faithfulness. And so Lord, we will talk to ourselves. We will tell ourselves and our families and whoever of you that are watching, make a declaration for your own family. The Clavo family, the Baldo family, the Aranton family. We will hope in the Lord. We will depend on the Lord. We will search for the Lord. And we will wait upon the Lord.